Hi, welcome to the Miles from Home podcast. I'm your host, David Miles. Thanks for joining me. I'm coming to you from Fredericton, New Brunswick. And today's conversation is with none other than the legendary Joel Plaskett on the forefront of Canadian music for over 20 years. He started touring when he was 18 years old. He's been going hard ever since. Just before the pandemic, he released a quadruple record called 44, which is like a deep trip into the mind of Joel. Yeah, I know Joel real well. He's a great friend of mine. We made a record together about 10 years ago, and we got to know each other really well, and we get along great. I have rarely worked with anybody who works so hard and is so entirely focused on the art that he is making. He's absolutely committed to making art, making records, playing live. And so I was excited. I was excited to chat with him, to catch up with him. We've been catching up a little bit over the last number of months, but this gave us a chance to really dig in to what it's been like over the last year and a half for him, especially where he had this big record that was about to come out, especially for a guy who'd been touring so hard for so many years. So we got into all of that. I really enjoyed this conversation. I think you will too. I hope you've been enjoying all the conversations on the podcast. They're all up on all the streaming services. So if you haven't checked them out, go check them out and share them with your friends. I really appreciate your support. There's a Facebook fan page too, Miles From Home. You can go there and comment on your favorite episodes. Let us know who you think we should have on the show. And in the meantime, enjoy my conversation with Joel Plaskett on the Miles From Home podcast. There's, there's the band shimmy. That's it's important. quite special. Yeah. It is special, and but and and it doesn't always. I mean, I'll say we. I feel like we we had it, you know. And there was and there was definitely um, the Fredericton gig was really great because I drove up with Dave, who plays drums, Dave Marsh, with in the emergency and has for twenty two years, you know, uh, since we started doing something in ninety nine, you know, before the Hermit broke up, the five piece emergency. But uh, we drove up together. Uh, everybody went up in separate fields. So Dave and I took the took the gear up in this in the truck and um, and uh, had a nice meal the night before. And then we drove back as well. So I got to spend more time with Dave than I have for quite some time uh, because you know when we're back home, we're all sort of going and you know we get together, rehearse or what have you. There's been a little bit of studio stuff, but by and large, you know, um, maybe because we've you know, the band and I have spent so much time together. When we get home, we often just sort of go off into our satellite, off into our own respective little universes and convene when it makes sense. And we got something going on. But it felt good to be back on the road, you know, and just kind of catching up and talking. I don't know. And then we had a really great show. And yeah, that musical shimmy that you only get with the people that you know, that you play, you know, like that, 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 can be a long, long-standing musical connection that I have with the emergency was really great, and also and 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 totally lifted and and sort of reinvigorated by the fact that Micah Mahalia and 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 Rini were singing with us and Mo, but Mo's played with us before, you know. But just having everyone on stage and all that vocal joy that comes with the Smiths when they're singing and the audience just like just singing it and and going for it, you know. And so everybody rose to the occasion. And so it just felt like 
hey, you know, we're a band and this is cool and, uh, you know, and rock lives. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but it's kind of, that's exactly yeah. it. That's exactly yeah. it. It sounds ridiculous to yeah. say that yeah. music yeah. is cool. Yeah. And rock live, but ultimately, yeah. I think this is what it, we. But it does need. It does need. It does need to be restated now. And then. for the record, you know. Um, but did you ever have any doubts? Did, well, during the pandemic, I mean, did you have doubts that maybe music wasn't going to be cool, or maybe it was going to be, you know, or like rock might have been dead? Question. What a funny question! Uh, what a legitimate funny question. Um, I mean, certainly the, the you know the relevance of art gets kind of not challenged but sort of re 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 i don't know revisited i suppose when the pressures are put on society right and and when you've got some really urgent um physical uh concerns when it comes to healthcare or you know and and, and social all this, all this, all, all the challenges to the social fabric that come when you've got something like a pandemic and then all the ensuing chaos that surrounds it from, you know, like a housing crisis and everything, right? You know, everything that's going on. And, and then, and the lack of being able to congregate, which makes you feel like, which gives you that visual and, and social connection in a really, really real tactile way. You're in the presence of other people. Um, when you remove that and now you have to do all these things through virtual means um, and, 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 and translate your art through that and music, it does, it does sort of make you go, is this how I want it? Is, is this what I want from it? Like, I, I don't know, like, is it, maybe it's just me and a guitar and that's sort of what it became for a while. I suppose I did a few online things, but you know, you kind of, everybody sort of goes inward, I think to some degree. Um, in, in a situation like that. And, and, and you just sort of, so I did a lot of reading. I did some writing. I lot of, wrote a lot of songs, a lot of which are quite mellow, you know, yeah. um, and, uh, and introspective and uh, kind of started writing on the full moon recently. I found full moons to be quite productive, maybe just tuning in a little bit more to the natural world, not in any huge way. Cause it's not like I've been out walking. I know you've, you've been doing lots of walking, right? That's all I do pretty that. much. <laughs> it's fantastic. I was doing it for a while. I was walking around the lake a lot, but I'm pretty sedentary, you know, and I've been just coming to going from the studio. Um, so it's not like I've been out and hanging out with mother nature too much. I wish I could say I, I have been, but by and large, I've just, uh, but I just, I think more like tuning into, I'm just adjusting the pace, right? I mean, this is part of it. When you're just go, 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 I've just sort of always been kind of a workaholic and always just looking to the, and right now I'm feeling particularly busy and I have a lot of things on my plate from studio work to the handful of shows that we have going on. And, uh, and that's all really uh, been really good, but it's actually been a strange uh, acceleration again because I've gotten used to this sort of slower pace of just taking my time with stuff. And, uh, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there was a necessary gear shift. No doubt. I mean, I mean, how long have you been touring? What are you, you going to do? Rip down an empty street? In, 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 you know, like, I mean, that's the weird thing. It's like if we were all going as fast as we were before, it wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been welcome, right? Well, we just, there wouldn't was just welcome. nowhere to put the energy at first. Yeah. You know, yeah. it had to yeah. go internal. Exactly. It had to, the yeah. rhythm of yeah. everything had to, had to change. And, and I mean, how many years have you been touring? You'd been touring. When did you start touring? 16? Well, touring 18, right out of high school, but gigging 
15, 16. Yeah. Yeah. And then 18 yeah, you know, was basically pretty much out of high school and away we go. You know, we'd have well that summer out of high school. I think we went to Ontario with Hartford Post and then we told the Sloan that ball in the fall, you know, like uh, rather than go to university. So we yeah, it I'd have never I've never spent this much time home and off the road. And there were some real rewards to it, you know, as far as being around the family. Although, you know, I that that being said, it's like <laughs> I, you know, I, I the other night I I I I I dedicated a song to Rebecca, you know, wife. And I was like, you know, she puts up with a touring musician and for the last year and a half has put up with a non-touring musician, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is entirely different. Uh, I was pretty, I wasn't, I wasn't the easiest. I wasn't in the best headspace when, when everything shut down for a while, you know, um, I was gearing up to go on the road. I just, my sprinter had kicked the dust on the solidarity tour. I'd gotten a new, you a new used sprinter you know uh, a trailer for the gear and a, and a really nice keyboard that dave and um mo were going to play on the, you know all this stuff I, I kind of invested in all this stuff to get the road and it was like i mean that was all you know that was just stuff not a big deal but it was more just this we were totally rehearsed we were like we were we were basically we've got the show together and then and then the world shut down and so um and I didn't, and at first I was like, okay. And then I would just would go up and down, up and down, up and down. And I did that for probably six months um, uh, where I would be all right. And then I'd just be sort of stir crazy and kind of, uh, and I think it's just, it's just such a change, you know, it's sort of also, it's an interesting. Uh, and I mean, I, you know, talking about the pandemic, and this is what we do, right. This is what's been going on for a year and a half. So I don't sort of want to reside in that part of the conversation too much because everybody's, we've all sort of been around this a few times, but. But it definitely, uh, as a as a performer, you know, made me sort of question like who I who I was when you take that state when you together when the stage gets taken away from you and, and what you're used to doing is having some claps at the end, <laughs> you know. I mean, yep. you, you you that 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 makes you feel like you're on the right path. And I've been had the good fortune of having an audience that cares about what I do. And so um, when that when that that sort of uh, feedback. I guess is the best way to, to look at it. it. Sort of wasn't there, um, or you'd have to go searching for it through digital means. It, that it just felt like oh, I don't ah uh, ah, uh, uh, and I and I sort of just got out of sorts, and I wasn't quite sure um, who I was or what I was what I was supposed to be doing at that point. So I was a lot of floundering. But again, reading and just sort of I don't know. You just it is what it is. But I I, I wasn't. It was also tough. Like I you know. We, we homeschooled our son uh, last year. He's back in school now, but which was great. So I spent a lot of time with him. So that was the upside of it. Um, yeah. um, and at that point, we started to started to turn the corner there in, in, the, in the fall, but that first sort of six months across the summer. I don't know, up and down. Still is. Well, it was just really, is. I remember be honest, you... it's still not perfect. You know, it's still no, like no. a strange. But it's about kind of doing some of that. I, I, I mean, I know we've talked, you know, during the pandemic. I remember early on you saying something that really struck me, which was, you know, it's kind of like showing up to the factory that you've worked in for 25 years and the doors locked. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember yeah, you saying that yeah. that was early on in the pandemic <laughs> yeah. because that's what, that's what you did. That's what we yeah. did. That's what, we, yeah. but you, yeah. you did longer yeah. than I did in, in an even more intense degree. And I kind of, and I, and I, it really resonated with me. I was like, yeah, I mean, there's just the simple practice of habit that was gone that's it it's exactly and, beyond, and, and, and then there's just, the feedback then there's the kind of like emotional kind of support that we get as creative people from the audience and that connection right. and all of that was gone but there was also just the habitual you know 
schedule structure to the days. And there's, 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 there's what you do with your time. And then there's also the strange sort of um, good fortune and, and privilege of, of, of having some wiggle room. Whenever sh- everything shut down, it wasn't like I had to go find work right away, nor could I have, <laughs> um, you know, but it was kind of like, okay, so I've got my, t- I have time. I have this, I'm safe. You know, I'm home. I don't have to, uh, I guess I don't need to worry other than it's, you know, it's worrisome out in the world. We've got to be careful. But so I had, I felt like I have nothing to complain about yet. I'm still unhappy. Right. That's yeah. sort of, and then that, that almost makes it worse. Then you're like, you're kind of in a, um, and, and so it, that, that energy can kind of build and, and be a little bit, uh, tough, you know, and I, and I, I did find, um, but then things, you know, it, it led me to different places. It, it, it gave me much more time with my family in a way. Um, even though, you know, I, I, I guess it, we were all sort of under the same roof. So it becomes more intense and, you know, it's this and that I would come and go from the studio, but our son was home a lot and my wife's an artist and she works at home. So that was tough having us around, you know, yeah. um, um, because she, she was probably the one who, you know, her, her environment changed greatly when we were all under the same roof too, um, because I was always coming and going. But um, I, you know, this bookstore that we got going on down in the uh, in the cafe in front of the studio, we renamed the studio Fang Recording. Uh, started a little bookstore in the corner, dropped the new Scotland Yard handle, started a bookstore called Friction Books, little curated selection of books. Um, and uh, and renamed the Cafe Morley's after Brendan is a barista. But the little book thing, that was something that kind of hatched when Eric and I works in the cafe. We're talking about books. And I've been reading a lot through the pandemic. And I just thought, oh, this would be kind of neat. And I, and I put a bunch of energy into that. We, we sort of put that together. And little things that I don't think would have happened had I been going full tilt. Right. You know, there were things wouldn't have changed there. And so, and I don't, I don't think, you know, the, the one thing that was happening before, there was a lot of movement. So it didn't feel like things were crystallized, right? Then you stop and things feel kind of like they crystallize a little bit. But even when you're moving sometimes and you're gigging all the time, things are changing, but sometimes you're getting stuck in some patterns or some things that, you know, you would change if you had the time or you might, you might, or, or, or a little space in your life and you come up with something interesting. You take a different tact, but you're on the, you're on the train and you're, and you got to rock that show. And so you're like, ah, this, well, I won't change the set list tonight. That one worked, you know, you know, these kinds of things, but you, you shake it up a little bit or a lot like a pandemic. And all of a sudden you'll find yourself um, figuring things out a little differently. And so I wouldn't have come across those things had it not perfect. So, you know, everything. Yeah. It takes, it takes, it takes months, you know, but then you find a way to, I mean, if yeah. anything I, uh, that I know about you is that you have this extraordinary, um, you have a desire to work. You love working. You love mm-hmm. working hard, which I've always appreciated. And you have a lot of creative energy. So I knew that was it was going to find its way into the world. You know, it was just finding its way in different ways when it was so, you know, again, that the, the habitual way of doing it was on stage and records. Then all of a sudden there's this big kind of yeah. block. Yeah, I, it's still all there. All that creative energy is still there. Well, I there. always feel like good when I have a little project. And what I found yeah. is through the pandemic, there were a lot of little projects that got started. Some stuff like I filmed it. To a, 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 a mock episode or kind of a pilot with Shotgun Jimmy for a children's show. <laughs> I have it in my Dropbox. I might put it up on my window in Patreon sometime soon. It's pretty funny. It's a half hour thing that I edited with Jimmy and I making up a kid's song on the spot. It's hilarious. And we were thinking, oh, I could pitch this. I had all these, like, you know, when, when the pandemic hit, I just thought I'm going to like um, 
<laughs> you know, make a kid's show or something. And then it's sort of, I don't know, you know, you kind of start things up and go, oh, maybe that's maybe more work than I thought it was. Or, you know, a lot of like sort of little things started, maybe didn't finish it little or just, or I just do a little, I go, that's enough. That was fun. Cool. What's right. next? Not to, th- and probably because 44 was this big, high, super connected concept, you know, shenanigan. And uh, so I didn't really have a whole lot of, yeah, I was like, I can't, I'm not going to think that conceptually, conceptually just yet again, got to kind of get, get that out. It's not, that's not out of my system yet. And, um, and so just little, little things have been sort of what's been fun. And then some of them turned into, you know, with the bookshops turned into a real, a real thing. And, um, with the greatest theme uh, song ever, I must say, I, I will say I was proud of that jingle. I mean, that, it's the, amazing. The, and the video tr- for it's so well done. I've watched it a number of times. <laughs> I recommend every, everybody who's listening to this to watch the jingle, watch the video. Cause it's just, oh, it's got so many amazing local musicians in it doing uh, verses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, I, I have a demo of myself doing all the parts and it's, I, it sounds chaotic. It's, I just sound like I'm just going from style to style. And I was like, this is funny, but this will be so much more fun if I can get everybody else singing it and it won't make me sound as crazy. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I reached out and, and, and everyone who sang on it was just so great. And um, yeah. And I, I also, I like the fact that I had a laugh making it. And when we were filming it with everyone, everyone was having a good laugh. And so, and then I've, the response to it has been a lot of like laughs and smiles. So made me happy just to work on something just for the sheer sake of uh, kind of just trying to be sort of joyful and, and have a, you know, put something out into the world that just, because, you know, the, the, the shop's a nice vibe. There's this community feeling to it. The studio has been used by lots of folks. There's a really nice thing going on in downtown Dartmouth right now our music scene's amazing and full of all these talented people. And I just kind of thought like, it'd be nice just to try and cram a little bit of that energy into a minute. <laughs> well, and I think that's exactly what it Fly does. The world, you know? It really does. It really showcases again, like sure. We haven't seen each other for a while, most of these musicians, but to see them all in one video, it just reminds us that we are a community of musicians on the East coast. Yeah. And we're super yeah. lucky. Like there's these yeah. incredible, incredible talents amazing yeah. and that video is just chock full of them <laughs> so i mean i think there's that there's just the joy of knowing that everybody's kind of connected to one another out here yeah. and we're lucky we're, we're yeah. really really lucky and you yeah know, so yeah no, I, and i think and i i think uh and i mean i i think where we go with music right now is is interesting i mean who knows i mean obviously this this pandemic's changed everybody on some level right it, it how can you not you can't live through it and not and it's been um it's, and we're still in the midst of it. And I don't think we're going to see the, re- we don't entirely know what the repercussions of it are yet from a business point of view, from an emotional and mental health point of view, which would be the most important piece of the equation as far as I'm concerned and physical health too. Um, but, um, and, and even, you know, spiritually, it's sent us a lot of us, you know, inward uh, and, and thinking about things and, and maybe recognize that we all of a sudden we're, it really is this reminder of how interconnected every aspect of the world just not just on a material level but in in this sort of emotional and spiritual connection and the way things reverberate why we do things and where we place our energy and how um how a lot of the things that we that 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 are of such benefit there's also 
the shadow side to them where they it can be challenging you know like you, if you look we can fly a plane around the world and that means that if we can come home and 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 move diseases around the world faster you know all these all these things that are remarkable uh, also have these challenges that come with it and so these we realize the systems that we're a part of are hugely complex and that we have to we have to sort of find a way to 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 sort of navigate the ups and downs of like all this energy mm-hmm. all this wild energy and uh, and and then and then and then when you press pause on the way on, on its ability to move right <laughs> boy you can see the the fissures show up you know all of a sudden yeah, yeah. You're applying right. pressure right That's well there's so is, many you know? distractions right there's so many distractions yeah. on a personal yeah. level on a social level yeah that yeah. you know now we're we're focused and we're yeah. sitting and we're sitting with it so in our own lives we're sitting with ourselves yeah yeah we're yeah. sitting with okay well what sustains me if it's not That's the right. the applause did something for me every night well it's gone so That's do right. i still what is is music meaningful if i don't have that well yes it is but why and how <laughs> and what does it sound like that's right that's you right you know what does and, it sound and, like when that side of the equation and, and what do i do that what what is it that's going to sustain me now if it's not travel if it's not my job day after day what do i right. look for and and so mm-hmm. i think that that's that internal turning and i think hopefully some some you know movement for each of us towards some sustainable you know feeling some sustainable places that people can go that aren't related necessarily to for 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 us in yeah. this business applause or nightly being away like what what can yeah. we get that that's going to yeah. be deeper than that what's going to be more meaningful than that i think that's what people are searching for or this has forced us to search for it because otherwise it becomes quite unsustainable psychologically that's right that's right, that's right. and 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 you sort of and so, you know so you've got the brass tacks of it as a business and there's these aspects of the business that aren't super sustainable or that, that, that don't function super well, or that are also like, you know, it involves a lot of travel that there's, there's oh, yeah. a co- cost to the climate with that travel. There's all these, these sort of like, you know, uh, sort of aspects of, and, and, you know, of, of, of the upsides and downsides, let's get people together. What happens when we get people together? Now you can't get people together, you know, you, and then you can use the digital world to bridge some of those things and changes it. But then there's the repercussions of that. It's like, great, I can go play a show online. Oh, and some people showed up. Cool. But now I have the, now I'm, it's just that much more time on a screen and you know, there's, and you're, and it's, and it's weird because I can't read anyone's, I can't see anybody talking to myself, you know, Uh, those are kinds of, you know, the sort of, and, and all of it again, you know, when you're when you're in the midst of of of, of obviously some, you know, watching all these crises unfold, it you're like, yeah, why? Wh- who am I doing this for? You know, um, ultimately, you know, our art is a strange one, music, because you know, there's always there's the self-expression of it, and there's something that you just feel possessed, you know, compelled to do. I do. I don't know how I could put a guitar down. I mean, there's times when it's not in my hand a lot of the time but i gotta come back to writing a song sometimes or singing one it's just but i don't but of course you don't want that to be sort of what defines you but you do have we all have these things we do that whether it's somebody goes fly fishing or they mm-hmm. knitting or whatever you know these well we're so lucky that, in that the things that that we do that thing yeah. that you are compelled to do happens to also be our profession that's right. Which exactly. is this remarkable, exactly. remarkable privilege that like, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't, I feel like when you say that, the idea of being compelled to play guitar, you know, I don't know if I've been bored since I started playing guitar, truly like bored, like I was before, you know what I mean? Like I, I I will always find something there. Not that I play it all the time, but Mm -hmm. it has, it has been a partner in my life since I found it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. that is a huge privilege to be able to think, feel that, to do the thing that we're compelled to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 that's not something that I, um, I mean, I know I do take it for granted sometimes, but I think maybe the the pandemic has been a good sort of, hey, don't take that for granted. Or, yeah, I feel you. Or, 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 feel get, you. Or, get, or get back to what it is about it that got you there in the first place and hold on to that for a while because you, you're not going to go bring it to other people right now you know and so um you know i i think that that's uh that that that, that reset was um and i'm sure you know on you could be having this conversation from another professional point of view a lot of and so you know imagine dance uh, and in, within the arts it's i mean it's been hard on the arts for sure but it's like but also it's been hard on healthcare workers in an entirely different way okay. you know um uh, or just people working in a grocery store you know, oh my god, green, there's so many. Gables, that's the thing. You know? I mean, we have it. I feel like I relatively, of course, I have it quite easy. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. in the line of fire yeah. here. I'm not in the line of yeah. actually being, I can be home in most cases. I have been home. Yeah. My brother's been, yeah. you know, working in the emergency room. And so, you know, like it's a different level. Yeah. And so yeah, it's but, a but, level of exposure and level of stress. But I think the thing that I'm really curious about now is this idea, you know, that we've touched on this like idea of, you know, it's made us refocus. It's made us feel, I think maybe a little bit more grateful or not take it, make, take for granted some of the things that were rolling before, mm-hmm. but now we're kind of heading back into it to some extent, slowly, <laughs> certainly slowly, you know, in most places. And I'm, I'm grateful to be moving slowly too. I'm in the same mm-hmm. boat. Um, but you know, for you now, what do you think you carry with you into the next stage? Like, what are you, are you still seeing? Are you looking ahead and going, okay, now I have a sense that this is what I'm going to do for the next 20, 25 years, 30 years. Let's just rock. Like, how is that? How is your brain there on that? To be honest, I think, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm not, I think more and more what's happened for me over the last year, year and a half is to be like, is a, let's see what happens today. Right. You know, um, to be, because I do think one of the lessons out of this, lesson may be the wrong word, but, one of the things I'm taking from it anyway. And, and also because, you know, there's all this uncertainty around the climate, around the, around movement, you know, like the, the things that'll come with if, if the pandemic continues or, or changes evolves, these kinds of things, but the climate emergency is really, you know, that's a worrisome, all these things, but we're living with uncertainty. I mean, this is what we're, what, what, you know, many folks do all the time, but maybe was a, uh, 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 is a bit of a wake up that, that, you know, how interconnected we are, but also that, you know, we don't really, as much as we like to feel like we're in control of things or not. I mean, that's sort of mm. what it is. You realize how much, um, when things are rolling smoothly, you're like, great, I can do this as I see it. And it's, I'm going to vision this thing and let's make it happen. And then all of a sudden, you know, some limitations are put on your ability to do things because of whatever external circumstances in the rest of the world. And you realize, Oh wait, no, we're joined at the hip here. Like, like this is, this is all always a negotiation. So it could change on a dime tomorrow. And so 
knowing that, um, I am trying to be far more like living in the present. And, you know, yeah, I mean, I think about, I don't have another plan to go do something else other than music. I don't have a backup plan. Part of the reason I'm still in it is because I left high school and started gigging and didn't, didn't really prepare for some other avenue. So I figured it out, you know, I just thought I'm going to make this work. So I'm going to continue. So there's to never been that. a plan B really. There's Not you, really. No, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the closest thing to a plan B, which is running parallel to plan A was like, okay, let's, like I've got a recording studio now. Uh, maybe there's a commercial component to that. So I'm not always there, but it, it can run. And well, now there's a little store with a cafe and there's a tenant in it. Taz is in there and we got the bookstore. So yeah, like I've got some other things, but they're all kind of, they're all sort of dovetailed into my musical corner, you know? Um, and, and, uh, and so, you know, sometimes I think, oh, I'd be need to go just learn something else or go, go to school and, you know, <laughs> whatever study something uh and you know you know anything can happen but i mean i do i mean i still got to go make a living and uh and this is one thing i know that i can do uh but again even what that looks like is different when you can't put as many people in a room or you have these limitations so i'm just um kind of just following that and i but i, I do think there's always going to be a reason to write a good song you know, that's my hope. Is that even if it's not me writing it, like a good song is always going to mean something because music is kind of like a, I mean, I think it's, I think it goes back to some really fundamental things about our, about, about human beings and how we, you know, it, it, it goes, you know, thou, you know, music is this thing that continues to evolve and 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 also it goes beyond words even though i love language and words and i'm always trying to write words i care about words and, you know but in a in a in a in a in a world increasingly kind of like um sort of uh, uh i guess not hemmed in but to some degree hemmed in by language you know it's important that we, we want to learn how to to use it well um but it's like music reminds you that it, it it's not just all about what you say, it's how you say it, or what you left out, what wasn't said, how it made you feel, what, and then a musical, like, and when you're listening to instrumental music, you go into this imaginary space that has nothing to do with language, or it speaks a different language. And that's the beautiful thing of musicians, is even when you're not singing, you're communicating, there's a language going on that goes between people that, that doesn't, that reminds you that it isn't all verbal and written. It's, 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 a, it's a mode of its sonic, it's uh and it's i don't know you know so that that's it's a I, reminder of that i mean i'm taking a little detour here i suppose but you know no i feel i feel very much the same i think that's kind of what i was thinking of too that just that joy of being on stage with other people what made me realize is that that in that magical language i guess the more i think about it now because we've been removed from it and I, it, you just realize it as a practice it's totally strange. It's magical. It's transcendent. Play, doing, playing yeah. music, engaging in music, trying to write songs is a tr tremendously strange and magical opportunity. You know, yeah. and as you said, like a, a, a good song will move you well, beyond, you know, and, and sometimes it, it moves you in two seconds. It moves you within right. four seconds. I mean, I think about you describing to me the first time you listened to Led Zeppelin it's you didn't have to wait i mean even though robert plant is the one of the wickedest singers ever it was game over before he even started singing you know what i mean 
Like yeah, there's an al- there's an alchemy at work for sure. There's you know? alchemy. It's like yeah, and it's yeah. kind of a wicked thing to be again, maybe I maybe it's cuz I I was just doing it and but like I've always been a band nerd. I was, you know, in like high school band and I always loved that idea of being in a room and playing and listening to the other instruments and trying to play in tune and play mm-hmm. the same, you know, be together in this thing. Yeah. And I guess yeah. being separated from it for a while has just made me realize that it's like it's kind of it's pretty magical. Like it's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And transcendent yeah. and weird, as you it, say. It, you know, it, it, it is, is. And, 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 and it's and it's um ephemeral. You can get it back, but it it, it it's the moment. It, it and it moves. It's oh it's in constant motion, right? And as soon as you try to lock it down, which is what a recording is trying to do. You're trying to get it down on record. Yeah, okay, you lock it down, you know, and you go, okay, did it work? Does it continue to move people as a recording? But the memory of a live performance, that 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 movement through it is great. One of the things that I really missed, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, but I noticed it on these band gigs, particularly, and even solo, but um, but band it's it's more apparent is you know and it's funny i never it only dawned on me a little while ago I've often people have often asked me about my connection with my dad right my musical connection with dad because i learned guitar from him and grew up with him singing but my mother danced when i was younger she was a dancer um she she studied out west and or and then and, and taught it a little for a little while as well i think but so she was always into movement you know um, and she had a cool record collection that she liked to dance to and stuff like that. But, you know, I'd, I'd often not thought about my mother's influence on my music. You know, I did was often my dad's, even though I would listen to my mom's records. But, you know, I'd often get asked about my connection with dad. But I realized I really like moving when I'm playing. I love dancing. I'm not good at dancing with other people. Every time I do something happens, I have a scar on my chin from dancing with a kid in grade one, split my chin open at school. And then I have a scar here from dancing, uh, at a wedding with a stranger the night before my wife's birthday. I was in Toronto. I had played a wedding <laughs> and a friend asked me as a surprise guest. And I came out and sang a song as a surprise guest. I had a couple of drinks because I was nervous. I didn't know anybody. And this um, woman who was, a, who was one of the guests, there was like, do you want to dance? I was like, yeah, sure. And I was dancing with her. And I think she, 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 she thought I was going to dip her, but I wasn't. And I put my hand behind her that she sort of started to slip and I wanted to brace her fall. She was going backwards. I think she thought I was going to dip her. And I, and in trying to steady, like to make sure that her head didn't hit the concrete floor, I went down into it and split my head up. So I'm not good at dancing with other people, but I am pretty good. Uh, I do like, I I like moving when I'm playing guitar. I love, you know, like when you talk about zeppelin watching jimmy page the way he would move i was always I did, chuck berry was a real hero of mine watching the way the physicality the way he plays that herky-jerky guitar and you can see his legs moving bruce springsteen and that rosalita live video was just running around the stage going crazy that was a real influence on me um and i and right in the early hermit days we were just like <laughs> freak freaking out you know just rolling around on stage jumping whatever we could do as the emergency got going more and more i started to develop and in the hermit days, this kind of footwork thing, you know, I was always trying to dance with my feet and I, my guitar style started to develop around the way I'd move my feet. So if I would hear something and I'd sort of, you know, like sweep my foot across the floor in a certain way, I'd try to do like a bend on the guitar or I'd play guitar in the way that physically I was gesturing. And it started to be kind of one thing would inform the other. I'm going to play guitar like this. I'm going to dance like this. I'm going to dance like this. I'm going to play guitar like that. And when I'm in the studio, sometimes I'm sitting down doing solos. I'm like, stand up right now, you know, like see what happens when you stand up. And all of a sudden a different place in the rhythm and the solo would show up. And so that's what I, I realized. I missed this movement. 
from gigs through the pandemic. So when I got back and we were playing that show in Fredericton, you know, Harvest Jazz week or two ago, whatever it was. And it's like just the gestural thing. And even solo, sometimes I can back off the mic and I can move my hand and people are singing and it, and you feel like you're moving energy around the room, right? Like you're, you're pushing air around, you know, as a band through a PA, all that force of air when the kick drum hits and, you know, and you feel the movement of air that movement through a room with people in it. And it's, and it's, 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 a, it's, it's reciprocal. It comes back to you from the audience. That's what gets lost when you try and take this into the digital. That movement, if I'm dancing by myself in a room doing a live stream, it doesn't, I don't know. It's just not the same because you're, when you're gesturing to somebody that you can see right there, you're like, come closer. I mean, mm -hmm. just don't dance with me. I'll fall, you know, but let's dance at a distance, you know, that kind of thing, you know? So that, that kind of thing is, 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 I don't know. This is just a long and winding way of saying that to me is as much what the gigs are about as anything I could sing any of my songs. I love bring, I love singing my songs. I like taking them out to people, but, but just that, that, that movement, that's also, frankly, it's exercise. And I was missing it through the pandemic. Like, really, I'm, I'm, I'm huffing and puffing on the last few gigs because I just haven't worked my lungs like that. And I haven't been, you know, sweating in the same kind of way. So it feels really good. It well, really it's a good. letting go. I think that's the it thing is. that happens. Right. It's, 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 it's a letting go on the performer side to the, to the spirit of the music. That's, That's what's right. moving you, right? You're being moved. Yeah. You're letting yourself go where you're, you're just feeling that the rhythm of the music, the air, the energy, however your body is telling you. And everybody does it in a different way. And you're not having to dance with someone else. So you're negotiating just with the energy of the music, not the energy of something else. Maybe it's That's the right. energy of your guitar. But in doing so, the audience is watching you and they too start letting go. Right. You're that's feeling right. that, right? Like that's not what's happening through the digital realm. That's being lost. You can be dancing, yeah. but you don't know if they're dancing at home. And I yeah, bet if exactly. you saw them, it might actually, maybe a little bit of that would be happening, but there's something when it's live, when you see that. <laughs> well, it'd be delayed. It'd be delayed too. Just it would be out of time and look really ridiculous. You know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. We're probably but it's getting this letting go. I think that yeah. is, that's right. That's right. It's, it, it, it's, you know, not to get too philosophical, but it's kind of like letting go of the rational part and in kind of embracing mm -hmm. that strange magic, the strange right. magic you, that we kind of forgot. That's right. And you can kind of forget when you're all alone and you're trying to make that magic, but there's something that happens when everybody's together and, and you and the drums are pumping and you're engaging with the rhythm and, and that energy. It, I've, you know, I, I love dancing too. I'm the same way. I, I just love it so much, but I think it doesn't, Dancing is one of those things, you know, like my kids are dancing now and you kind of try to explain, I don't know if I have a theory of it, you know, right. kind of like, yeah. well, just, it, it, just try to feel the music essentially. Like it starts with the music. It's, it's no a musical wrong expression. way to do it, right? There's no wrong way to no do it. No wrong way. And, 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 and the beauty of it is it does feel like it connects you to something, um, instinctual or just kind of, uh, um, I don't know. It does. It's yeah. It's like you let go. Like it, it, it defies, um, uh, it just allows you to, I don't know, uh, uh, open up a different place in your, in your heart or your mind your spirit, you know, all these kinds of things you just sort of, um, and it doesn't need, and it doesn't even require, uh, physically moving that dancing. You can be watching, but you still picking up on that. It's like unlocking little places in, in, uh, in, 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 in your, in your, it's just making space and maybe allowing 
two things that you would have not thought could occupy the same space because this is that and that is that and marry the twain shall meet. You know, is that the expression? Did I say, did I say that right? <laughs> you know, but but all of a sudden they can occupy this. You can be, you know, two things can be happening at once. So I don't know. It just, it, it's like, it shimmies up everything. It's the snow globe, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it just, uh, it, 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 you kind of let it fly and that's kind of what it is. And you don't know what's where it's going to settle. You figure that out later, you know, but right now it feels good that it's snowing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sure does. Yeah. It sure yeah. does. It's interesting to hear you say kind of the idea of taking it day by day, you know, I don't know if I'm there yet. I probably should be, but I, in some ways I've been more reassured that this is what I meant to do, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it's going to look like. I was curious about one thing just to, you know, just not to get back to the brass tacks, but you've talked a lot about this, you know, the Patreon thing. How do you feel about that? You've, you've started a Patreon page to, to kind of monetize your, your creative output in a different way. Does yeah, that feel, like... does that feel real? Does that feel good? Um, so far it's been kind of cool uh yeah it has been i mean it's a it's just you know uh basically i i did it when after we made the down at the kyber live stream revisit we revisited down at the kyber and i recorded the whole album again filmed it and we and presented it as a live stream where i hosted it live but we played this recording that we'd done of it with the video and everything and a lot of work went into it. I mean, it was like, you know, we're just going to play a little live stream show that takes me two or three weeks to put together as like a movie about, you know, <laughs> where we play down at Cairo. It was great. And it turned out really well. And we pressed it on vinyl, all this stuff. Um, sold some tickets to it. But I thought, you know, this is cool. I'd like people to see it. I could put it out into the world for free, but people just bought it. And I thought, you know, maybe Patreon would be a place where I could sort of archive some of these digital shows um, that, 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 frankly, something were kind of costly to make, but also I, and then create some new content, also experiment in the studio with some collaborations here and there. Like I did a session with Bill Stevenson a couple months ago. That was really cool. He's an amazing piano player, you know, Bill, obviously. Um, but him and I, he sang one of my tunes and I put some words to an instrumental of his and sang it. And it was just so, such a fun session. And the Patreon uh, support that I've got has helped, um, fund those basically i don't see it as really a money maker for me in any big way it's more like a way to hire to do stuff in the studio so i've got you know thomas who runs the studio so if i want to do something in the studio he makes some dough my the the guy films at my call and then the other musicians who i collaborate with and so by and large it's not really about um trying to become a big part of my income it's about a way of um facilitating uh some creative explorations and, um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not really active on social media in any big way. Like if I write something for Instagram, I type it on the typewriter, take a picture of it and send it to my guy, Eric, who posts it for me. I don't really, I don't, I don't really check Instagram and my socials very much. I'll tune in once in a while and look at stuff. Cause it's nice to see what people say and stuff, but, and, and, or things get passed along to me, but I'm, I, I find I get really overwhelmed if I spend too much time on social media. So I've sort of, step back from that. So the Patreon was a way of kind of like being able to connect a little more directly with some of, you know, my sort of big fans who's supporting me there. Um, and, 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 and I will say like the last couple of months, I felt a little slow on it. Like I haven't put as much there as I, and, and it's, it's eight bucks a month. So it's not like I, I'm, I, I don't feel like I, 
I don't want to feel like I have to deliver the world for eight bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. It's a place where I, you know, um, uh, where if, if, if I can get some, you know, some cool exclusive content that goes up there, um, you well, know, it's on never a halfway. Basis. I've seen some of it. I mean, the content is fully, I mean, like everything you do, it's got, it's pretty deep. It's pretty right, well right, thought right. out. It's not exactly yeah. thrown together. It's usually yeah. pretty deliberate. Yeah. And I know that like, you know, look, when people are subscribing to something, it's, an, you know, I subscribe to things and then I unsubscribe. So people come and go from it. Come, they come check it out uh, for a couple of months. What have you like, I don't know. I'm going to keep it going. I don't know what this pandemic looks like this winter. I don't know if things are going to lock down a little more. I don't, I'm not touring in any big way till next fall when we tour 44. I've got probably have some spring and summertime a little bit if things get going, but it's still going to be pretty. So this is a nice way to just like keep active in the studio and keep connected to um, my audience in a way that maybe I guess if I was on socials more, I would do, but then there's the cost of being on socials. more, um, yeah, yeah, Which is yeah. sometimes a mental cost, you know? So I just, I, I kind of can't. Uh, and, and so, yeah, the Patreon things, and it's a neat model, actually. I, I, it's still a work in progress and I'm always uh, looking for feedback from people, but even then sometimes I'm like, I always intend to do more, but it's funny, you know, to try and do stuff well takes time. And I don't want to just put stuff up there arbitrarily. Sometimes I'll just do something like where I'm just singing a song on the phone and it's just the phone sound or what have you um, little bits. But, but, but I, I do like putting together like quality studio sessions when I can. Um, yeah. And they, they and are so, quality. I mean, I think the reason I ask is just because I find alternative models interesting to, to speak to people yeah, about, yeah, you yeah. know, and so yeah. was, well, yeah, and we're, we're, we're in a, we're in a time where like that, digital piece is kind of hugely important for musicians. And for me, like the Patreon thing was a way of trying to figure out, yeah, okay, where, where could I do something here? And, and what would it inspire me to, to do? Maybe it would lead me to, to do some collaboration that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. So like the session with Bill, I probably wouldn't put it on the calendar in the same way. Um, yeah. I, I've been working on a, uh, on a craft work cover with Garrett Mason. Um, uh, <laughs> which isn't done yet, it's but amazing. it's pretty cool. We got some video. I don't know if it, definitely the audio, the audio is coming together. I haven't stitched the video together. It might be a bit of a bit of time before I get that out, but that's pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, it's just fun stuff like that. I did a session with Mo Kenny. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. Those, I mean, those, the, it, what do we do? You know, like we find our way, ways of bringing music to people. And if we can't go deliver it in a club, then um, I, I want to keep, I want to, keep being creative. And so there are some pretty neat ways to do it using the internet. It's just, it's not my, it's not my favorite place. Again, like that, that physicality of a show is just something that I realized like, that's, that's the way I play mm -hmm. is in, is, is, is in movement, right. Is, is, the, is, and, and well, so and again, you started at a time where, mm -hmm. Like I do wonder sometimes with twenty year olds, you know, who have grown up in this in this, see, maybe they have a they would see it differently. They would probably yeah. see it very very differently, and I yeah. admire that. I love it. Yeah. I love speaking yeah. with younger people about their relationship to making yeah. music and getting it on the internet and connecting mm -hmm. with fans because it's very real. Mm -hmm. It's very real for them. In fact, collaborations happen that way, and I, I work that way, and I enjoy it too. But yeah. I find it really interesting to kind of think back i think you know again i think my formative years really are pretty much high school band you know and yeah, then playing yeah. in the early bands and playing in the trio with alan and kyle and for you it's the hermit at 18 you know and playing that that's that's rock and roll in a bar and in well a club. and it's and it was and, like, and it was before the internet 
it was right, before yeah, the internet. So I, I, I remember life before phones were in my hand and before I, there were these, and, and, and with a box of maps under the seat in the van to figure out how you're going to get to the venue in Saskatoon. And if you're going to advance the show, it wasn't via email. You had to call the club until somebody finally answered. You could say, what time sound check time? Like, like you would spend weeks and like, trying to advance coming again? the tour. Who are you yeah, again? Yeah, exactly. Brush <laughs> you're like, oh. you, is, this, is this Brush Project? No, it's Thrush Herman. Okay, yeah, we'll get that right on the post. You know, this kind of thing. So, you know, like there was all this mystery. There was all this mystery and all this like, um, well, if we break down, we we're going to sleep here in this van. And, you know, like you didn't, you didn't know where you, you weren't using phones to get around, all that stuff. I mean, none of this is to say like. That you miss it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I romanticize that stuff. I do, I do think that the world, um, I don't, I think the internet's just such a fast moving thing. I can't, I, the jury's out on what it's doing to us. We're not going to know, you know, yeah. it's wild. It's crazy how much the world has changed. Uh, and there's some pretty devastating aspects that come with that. I think from a mental health point of view um, and our physical health, because we're just not moving as much either. But, you know, there's also some incredible access and opportunity that comes with it too it's hard to it's hard to tell i don't know i you know i had no problem with the paper maps it was fun somebody had to sit next to you and navigate while looking at a map while you're driving into town and um i remember we had this cell phone the early cell phone we bought one of these ones it was like a huge one in a bag you know it was like it had this like it was like it was massive and we and i remember we broke down outside wawa between wawa and the Sioux. You know, like in total, there's still no cell service there, I think, you know, but there was, I remember standing on the roof of our half size school bus, holding it to the sky. Ian was up there trying to get, uh, we were, we were trying to get cell service to, to call, to, to call a tow truck, you know, to no avail, you know, and, um, but just, you know, that was the very, that was like 97, like a cell phone in a bag that was larger than your own Amazing. Telephone. Yeah. So, you know, those kinds of things. But I mean, that's just the, you know, somebody would tell that story. I mean, like you hear these stories of the early rock and roll tours where like Elvis or Jerry Lewis, they were touring in like a station wagon, station wagon. You know, there was no vans that you'd get stuff around with. It was just sort of, you know, no, like Bill Monroe had like a bus, you know what I mean? These crazy Count Basie would have this like giant bus filled with like a big band. Like a big yeah, band, awesome. and, and they would drive yeah, overnight. It'd yeah. be like thirty yeah. people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And people getting around. I mean, and you were just you were always working with whatever technology was. If you didn't know where you were, I mean, you know, you're you're always embarking off into the unknown a little bit. But I would say the well, one thing about the internet is now you can go like, where to eat? Well, let's look at Yelp or let's look at the reviews. And but you used to just go like, let's try this and find out. You know. Right. <laughs> and then the, your review would be, you know, it's just funny how much access we have to stuff that can kind of sort of improves our experiences theoretically, because we can, we can curate our, our experiences to things that fit our taste. Where's the best coffee in town? Great to know. Cool. Thank you. But you know, that place with the really terrible coffee, I might've had an amazing experience there, you know? That yeah. yeah. Would, well, which is, you know, you know, to go back to what we were saying at the very beginning, which is sometimes what you talk about with the band. Those are yeah. those memories, right? When you're like, That's hey, it. you remember that crazy experience we yeah, had when exactly. we had that terrible coffee? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Unforgettable. Yeah. Unforgettable. Yeah. It also speaks to the idea of playing with people in a room where you let go, where you let sure. go to the mystery. It's not to a track. It and doesn't, and, again, and, and as you yeah. said, you're not just playing the recordings as they were recorded once. They morph over time. You let yeah. You let go. There's points when you play certain songs with the emergency where it's like, Okay, we don't really know what's going to happen now. Yeah, 
we're yeah. gonna let it so, we're gonna let it open for a sec you know so so you bring that into the context of what we've just been going through with the pandemic and that uncertainty that sort of what does tomorrow look like you know um and you sort of you remind yourself that like every aspect of life goes back to that same uh, bit of like leaving yourself open to the change. And if you see the, um, the, the challenges that some of those things would be, if, if things aren't always easy um, or obvious or spelled out based on an algorithm or a review or whatever, then all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you have to work a little harder to or you 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 have something that you're like oh man this really went sideways and you're like hey it went sideways i learned something that's cool you know i had to figure out what happened when it went sideways you know that we remind ourselves that that like that adversity is how we actually grow as people it's scary and and it is it's tough and nobody yeah. wants to deliberately drop themselves into it and by and large you know my version of adversity has been pretty pretty mild you know so i i know that but but I, I, I do think that um, in trying to, uh, you know, navigate um, the world and the changes that we're in the midst of and the changes within music and within the music industry, it's like, all right, it's all part of the grand experiment. Let's, let's see what we can make. You know, how do we make lemonade? Yeah. 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 How do we embrace the mystery? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how, how do, do we embrace we the mystery? You know, and that's the yeah. fun of it. So trying to find the joy in that is, is a, it's a good reminder to get back to that because it's there. It's just a, uh, it's hard, you know, by and large, I, I think I'm, I like to, th I think of myself as optimistic, but then that gets shaken sometimes where I'm like, well, oh, I really feel down right now. Or I'm, I'm not seeing this glass is half full, you know? And so you're working, but I kind of try to come back to that optimism, but I don't want it to be sort of like a, just sort of like a blind optimism. It's not, it's more like, it's not about everything being okay. It's just, it's, it's, it's the idea that, um, will learn even when it's not, yeah. you know, and being trying to, trying to get, trying to, trying to come to terms with that. And then just taking that approach means, okay, maybe then it is, then that unto itself is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Redefines what okay means, I suppose. Yeah. 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 No, that's it. You know, that's it. I don't know if I you know, makes yeah. total sense. And it's not easy. As you said, it's not easy, but trying and no, and no, and you know, that blind optimism is, it's not, doesn't feel strong enough. Yeah. It yeah. And it can be a bit naive sometimes, you know, and I'm not strong enough for, for certain yeah. things. So yeah, no, I yeah. hear you. I, this has been really great, Joel. I knew it would be. Thank you so much for, yeah. for spending Fun. this time. With I me. love chatting with you, David. And, uh, and, and, uh, you know, we've, we've had our chats off of, off of camera and tape, um, that are always great, but this one's fun to just, uh, you know, have one that we share share with the world and yeah well i really you know, appreciate you taking the time always, good luck with the rest yeah. of the shows too man have Thanks, fun man. have yeah. fun embracing yeah. the mystery just letting it go and yeah dancing yeah. with your guitar yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right safest musical partner you got yeah yeah all right good. right on you soon, take care man Cheers. thanks dude Peace. thank you awesome hearing joel talking about live music again being out on stage rocking it with his band the emergency i heard from so many people that were at that show that absolutely loved it apparently it was 
insane. And I hope that some of you are checking out some live music. I know it hasn't come back exactly as we expected, but hopefully you're getting little moments. At least these little moments. Maybe we're apart. Maybe we're still on masks. I don't know. But you still get the moment of live music. I've got a few of those moments recently. And I certainly appreciated it so much. I appreciate doing this. I love having these conversations. I love having the podcast. Really appreciate you supporting this podcast and listening to as many shows as you want to listen to. Check them all out. See which ones you're interested in. Go for it. Share them with your friends. It all makes a big difference. If you want to know about more about Joel Plaskett, go to joelplaskett.com. As I said, his latest record is called 44. Plus, he gets he has a Patreon thing going on. He talked about that. The window in, totally worth checking out. It's like a window into the crazy mind of Joel Plaskett, which is one of the most creative, hardworking minds. I know. A pleasure to have him on Miles From Home. Thanks for joining me. We'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Peace.